Commence primary ignition. Hey, somebody's gonna have to make a stand. One day, somebody's gonna have to say. Hey everybody, um, there is a lot that has been going on in Wisconsin that we haven't covered on the regular show, so I thought it would be nice to do a little bit here um, and show exactly um, what's going on, what Governor Walker is expecting to do, how many people are actually um, protesting, and what other states this could be happening in. So let's start off with... Um, little bit of comedy and we'll go with the daily show's explanation of what's going on we begin tonight in wisconsin with our ongoing coverage of crisis in the dairyland You're welcome. <laughs> In his battle to balance Wisconsin's budget, Governor Scott Walker has finally put his proposals on the table. He is, in addition to stripping teachers and public workers of most of their collective bargaining rights, cutting $800 million from the Wisconsin public schools budget over the next two years, as well as restricting local municipalities the ability to raise property taxes to make up for any shortfalls. In essence, he has put public sector unions on notice, and particularly teachers, that the gravy train is over. <laughs> Even if the gravy is actually lunchroom cafeteria grade gravy-like rehydrated slurry chips. We can no longer live in a society where the public employees are the haves and the taxpayers who foot the bills are the have-nots. In these tough economic times, sure. we've all got to be in it together. We all are in it. Together, all of us have to sacrifice. Teachers, teachers assistants, <laughs> student teachers, <laughs> retired teachers, <laughs> school janitors. <laughs> Everybody has to sacrifice. Why teachers? Well, as Republicans and their kin in the media know, you got to follow the money. The average teacher's salary is much greater than the average private Absolutely. sector salary. Salary, $51,000 in Wisconsin. Benefits, $38,000 per year. That comes to a whopping 89000 bucks. More than their private sector counterparts. We're talking a $90,000, nine months worth of work, uh, all in package. Boy, it sounds pretty darn good to the hey, 14 million people out of work. <laughs> you know what? That does sound great to someone without a job. <laughs> And did you know, you're not even going to believe this, some of these fat cat public school kids are getting a hot breakfast free every morning. <laughs> I bet starving people would like a piece of that action, don't you think? <laughs> but point taken, these folks just want teachers to give back because they believe that $50,000 a year in salary plus medical and dental Benefits are incredibly generous, bordering on avarice. And I imagine these same 
people will feel the same way about couples earning more than $250,000 a year being asked to allow the Bush tax cuts to expire so that they would have to pay a slightly higher federal income tax rate. Is the 250,000 income level really rich in America? How can anybody claim if you make $250,000 that you're a millionaire? $250,000 is not rich. For a family of four sending kids to college, it actually is close to poverty. People want to think that these are millionaires sitting in leather chairs lighting their cigars with $100 bills. That's not what we're talking about. No, that is not. <laughs> not when it comes to the Bush tax cuts. They're not big shot teachers with their desks <laughs> and seemingly endless supply of multicolored construction papers. Oh, and their number two pencils. I guess number three pencils aren't good enough for your majesty. <laughs> and don't even try, don't even try, and compare teachers to Wall Street. No contest. Teachers just don't get paid nearly as much as people on Wall Street do. That's not nor, to do. nor with all due respect to teachers, do they do they work as much? They have the summers off. The hedge fund manager the isn't paid teachers. by the state, isn't paid by the taxpayer, but the teachers are. See the difference? <laughs> Regardless of the greed-based, almost slightly sociopathic job bankers did wrecking our economy, <laughs> those people were there every single day, 12 months a year. Not that nine-month bull <laughs> And we, the taxpayers, have a right to cut teachers' salaries and benefits. They work for us. Bankers are not suckling from the taxpayers' teat. <laughs> Except, of course, for the billions of gallons of taxpayer bailout teat milk. they supped on so voraciously. <laughs> hey, I wonder how those same people who would have the government limit teacher pay and benefits would feel about the government limiting CEO pay at bailed out with taxpayer money firms. You don't want to discourage everyone. If you kept everybody's salary, you're, especially on Wall Street, you'll look at a huge talent exodus. I just don't like the whole concept, Elizabeth, of, of the government putting a salary, you know, marker on anything. The shareholders, meaning the taxpayers, want to get their money's worth. They better damn well pay the CEOs what a good CEO demands. It's not a good way of attracting talent in the future. And they're going to need what? all the talent they can get. Absolutely. We have got to pay those bailed out firm CEOs top dollar. Otherwise, those companies could wind up being run by a couple of jackasses who f things up so royally, <laughs> it torpedoes the entire global economy. <laughs> would you want that to happen? I don't think you would. Now to be fair, let's be fair. We are nothing if not fair, to be fair. We could not have cut those Wall Street CEOs' pay even if we wanted to. They had contracts. There are bonuses that were promised to people when these guys came in. These are contractual obligations. The contracts are legal contracts. And it wasn't as if these uh, bonuses were unknown or sprung at the last minute. Let's face it, anybody that gets a bonus, that money is spent long before that check comes in the mail, right? <laughs> These poor people paying off mortgages, paying off debt, the odds that these people have these bonuses are slim to none right now. Absolutely, you know? <laughs> our financial system is built on faith. 
we could get the Wall Street bonus money back, what do you want the Wall Street workers to do? Untake those two weeks on a yacht in St. Bart's? <laughs> Unre-renovate your kitchen? <laughs> By the way, what about rescinding contractual obligations to teachers? Yes, you exact same person who says you can't get it back from Wall Street. You knew this was happening. They all knew this was going to come to a head. And I think it is showing a poor example to our kids that these people are out there fighting, fighting for things that they, quite frankly, don't deserve. They, too, need to make concessions. She's absolutely right. And I say this. When will America's teachers follow the lead of Wall Street and start making some sacrifices for the children? <laughs> so there's John Stewart's version of what's going on. Now there is a lot more to this story than uh, you would be led to believe by, you know, local news and all that stuff. And there's something to be said, like I've always complained that Republicans want to keep the middle class dumb, so they're attacking education. Basically, this is just an overreach of power. They they really felt like they could do this and get away with it. And finally. Finally, people are standing up to him. The, the, the most distressing part of this is that the, the Democratic Party is taking so long to, to grow a backbone and to stand up. But as long as we have people that are speaking out about it, then um, maybe something will change. So let's hear from uh, Rachel Maddow. I'm going to keep this short, the whole show short because it's a smaller version. Um, and uh, that's probably, I think we're looking at about 10 minutes and then we'll wrap it up there. So this is just bare bones facts here. The big Republican overreach of 2011, blaming public employees like teachers and cops and snowplow drivers for budget deficits, while simultaneously cutting taxes on millionaires and corporations. Yeah, the great Republican overreach of 2011 all started uh, in New Jersey with Governor Chris Christie. It was his get up in teachers' faces on camera example that Scott Walker has followed right down the political drain in the Midwest. Governor Christie says he is not out to strip collective bargaining rights in New Jersey. But he is trying to make them moot by stripping cops and firefighters benefits by legislation rather than by, oh, what's that thing? Oh, right, collective bargaining. How do you think that sits with New Jersey's cops and firefighters? This is Trenton, New Jersey. Look at this. Trenton, New Jersey, the state capital today. And these are thousands of off-duty and retired police and firefighters making a peaceful but very, look at that, very powerful scene. Governor Christie has picked himself a big fight here with a powerful constituency that the public tends to side with on issues like this, and they tend to side with them on issues like this for a reason. But at least he hasn't appeared on tape screaming about what idiots his state's, state's police are. No, that's a different governor who has also picked the wrong fight. More than anyone else elected to office in the last elections, Governor John Kasich of Ohio was elected by Fox News. Um, he is a former Fox News host. Uh, here is his Fox show, Heartland, with John Kasich. He also raised money directly on Fox News programs. People can come on our website at KasichForOhio.com Sunday night at 6.30. We're going to talk about the damage the Obama agenda has uh, done to us. And if you have any extra nickels or dimes, uh, please send it our way. Well, KasichForOhio.com. I, I want to put, this, put some emphasis on this because this is really important. To explain to people why we cannot afford to lose that race. And by that race, he means your race, Mr. Candidate, sir. Uh, Mr. Hannity did not beat around the bush with the whole explicit endorsement of that candidate. 
I stand proudly in Kasich's corner with an endorsement as long as it doesn't hurt you. <laughs> we want all the help you can give us, Sean. And he did give him a lot of help. Mr. Hannity even traveled to Ohio uh, in October 2009 to headline a $5,000 a plate fundraiser there for Mr. Kasich. And it paid off. Mr. Kasich unseated an incumbent Democratic governor in Ohio, 49 to 47 percent. Republicans also got big gains in the state legislature that year. Here's the makeup of the state legislature before the 2010 elections. That's in both houses combined. Democrats held 65 seats, Republicans 67. Uh, here's how much redder the legislature got after the 2010 election. Democrats went down to 50 seats. Republicans went up to 82. Republicans did very well. John Kasich, Republican of Fox News, uh, he did very, very well. Better than might be expected by just his natural political skills. Have you ever been stopped by a policeman who was an idiot? I had this idiot pull me over on 315. Listen to this story. He says to me, he says, uh, he says, you, you passed this emergency vehicle on the side of the road and you didn't yield. He's an idiot. John Kasich, governor, governor speaking to government employees about what he describes as idiot Ohio cops. He's an idiot. That is just one of the scandals that has plagued uh, John Kasich since he was elected governor. Uh, you may have also heard about the blinding whiteness of the first 21 appointments to his 23-seat cabinet. Uh, but calling Ohio police officers idiots... He's an idiot. That is at least something that Governor John Kasich felt like he had to apologize for. I apologize for my words. They were not appropriate. It was inappropriate, and I don't. My kids shouldn't speak like that, and I shouldn't either. And you got to be man enough to stand up and, and apologize. I have the greatest respect for law enforcement. I think we're restoring a lot of spirit in the highway patrol. One of the ways John Kasich decided to restore the spirits of the highway patrol is by stripping their union rights. Uh, in Wisconsin, the union stripping bill exempts police and firefighter unions. In Ohio, they are included. And so police and firefighters and those idiot highway patrolmen, uh, they're having their union rights stripped by John Kasich. In Ohio, like everywhere else, that unions are under attack. You see police and firefighters out there at the protests standing in solidarity with all the other workers. But only in Ohio uh, will you see um, guys with... Uh, with signs like this one. Do we have the other video there? Uh, the protests in Ohio, the protests in Ohio um, have been, there's what I was looking for, which I thought we had, um, signs in Ohio of a man uh, holding up a sign that says idiots against the union stripping bill uh, in the state of Ohio. The protests overall in Ohio have been overshadowed by Wisconsin. That's because Democrats are so outnumbered in Ohio, they have no way to stop what Republicans are doing. They can't leave the state like they did in Wisconsin. Even though the union stripping in Ohio will affect twice as many people in Ohio as it will in Wisconsin, Wisconsin's gotten more attention. Like in Wisconsin, uh, the argument Kasich and Ohio Republicans make for why they are doing this is that it's all about uh, the state's budget. But what's left unsaid is that one of the reasons Ohio's budget looks the way it does is that that state eliminated all corporate income tax a few years ago. Also left unsaid is that stripping collective bargaining rights has absolutely no fiscal impact whatsoever. None. Concessions on pay and benefits, they have a fiscal impact. Stripping rights doesn't deposit so much as one red cent in the state's coffers. Stripping union rights is just stripping union rights. You know what else has no fiscal impact? 
but is in this budget bill that strips the union rights? Uh, it's this, a provision in the union stripping bill that John Kasich and the Republicans are passing that says, quote, a marriage may only be entered into by one man and one woman. Any marriage entered into by persons of the same sex in any other jurisdiction shall be considered and treated in all respects as having no legal force or effect in this state and shall not be recognized by this state. Budget bill? Budget emergency? If the supposed emergency budget bill in Ohio not only strips union rights from all public workers, including firefighters and cops, that the, the governor derides as idiots, uh, it, it also finds time to doubly, triply ban same-sex marriage, with the, which, which the Ohio legislature already banned in 2004, right? Because even if that issue has nothing to do with straightening out the deficit, at least it will, you know straighten out the deficit or something? What are they thinking? This is America's grand experiment in governance by Fox News celebrities. And Ohio, frankly, seems to be over it. Uh, even the conservative Cincinnati Inquirer, which very heartily endorsed John Kasich for governor, even that paper is now editorializing against what he and the state Republicans are doing with this union stripping stuff. Six Republican state senators voted against their own party on this, against Kasich's bill. It is not a sure thing that it will pass the assembly when it comes up there next week. And if on the other side of the aisle there was any question as to whether or not Ohio Democrats were getting galvanized by this, getting unified, whether or not they understood the stakes here, you can put that to rest. They want to eliminate worker safety laws. They want to eliminate minimum wage. They're clearly going after collective bargaining. They're clearly going after so many of the things that we hold dear. And again, Mr. President, it wasn't the UAW workers, it wasn't the service employee union worker at the state capitol that, that caused this financial crisis. They've been the victims of it, just like a whole bunch of non-union workers have. But this financial crisis was caused by greed, by people overreaching, by the richest in our society, grabbing and grabbing and grabbing for more wealth. And then they're going to turn this, let's change the subject, turn this against, against those workers. Senator Sherrod Brown of Ohio. Do we have that footage of the police officer at the uh, protest in Ohio? Look, idiots against SB5. When cops can hold up signs like that in Ohio and everybody in the state knows that that's what the governor has been calling the state's police officers, you probably picked the wrong fight, governor. So there's a little bit of what's going on. Um, it's a huge mess. It affects teachers, which are some of the most important people that you want to pay to do a good job. Otherwise, we're just going to have a nation filled with idiots. And right now, we only have a, a nation filled 47% with idiots, as far as I can tell from polling numbers. So um, that's that's I'm going to call it here, I think. And um, we will be back with a full-length show later in the week. Bye. line.